You are now listening to Bodies by Design Radio with trainer Fred and Coach Donovan, where we talk about all things fitness, nutrition, and the mindset of how it all applies to your busy life. For more, head over to bbdforlife.com. Hey, hey, welcome to Bodies by Design Radio. My name is Trainer Fred, and I am with Coach Donovan. Hey, we really appreciate you guys joining in today. Uh, we have a special podcast for you, um, something that uh, we feel so many people deal with on a regular basis in the gym, outside the gym, and it has to do with wisdom. Ooh, wisdom. Yeah. So I like, to, I like to think that I'm a wise person, and I think if you ask anybody out there, you just go and ask them a question and just say, hey, do you think you're a wise person? And most of the time, the ego is going to answer yes. But if you truly ask what the, like the definition of wisdom is, to, to us, what is, what is the definition of wisdom that we have been talking about? Uh, so the definition of wisdom is going to be emotion plus logic. And being able to intelligently combine those things is wisdom. Right. And I think that's the simplest way of putting it. And I don't think we've, you know, we hear it that way. We just hear the word be wise, make wise choices. Like you hear these cliches. But again, like what are we talking about, right? Sure. So the wisdom, where, where would wisdom be used? I mean, it could be in your finances. It could be in your health. It could be in your marriage, in your kids, uh, your religion, your spirituality, whatever it is, what whatever part of your life, if you can inject like wisdom into it, then you'll be very successful at it. But let's kind of like reverse engineer it. As Donovan said, wisdom is emotion plus logic is wisdom. But how many of us out there are constantly making emotional choices all the time. Yeah. Yeah, it's very easy to get, to get caught up in that, especially yeah. in the world we live in now where we're there's so much stimulation um without having that logic engaged, we're just making making the emotional decisions all day. We're just bouncing emotion around right. everywhere. You know, I I think of I think of someone that runs purely on emotion the entire day is like someone that is a great trail, like a great trail runner, and um, she or he decides to put on blindfolds and just start running in the trails. Pretty sure you're gonna run into a tree, mm. or um, maybe a cactus field, or a cactus field, or you're going you're gonna fall and bust your knee open. Mm-hmm. And unless you take those blinders off and make some like logistic decisions on where to put your feet and which direction to run. And how to go, you won't stay safe. Because think about it, emotion is it's giving that person that energy, that feel to be out in the woods, that 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 feeling of freedom. But if you can't see anything, you're literally running into stuff all the time and you're gonna get bruised up. And I think so many mm-hmm. uh, of our people in our gym solely run on emotion. It could be their nutritional decisions. It could be whether they're coming to work or not. It could be what triggered them. It could be, you know, it's like, what are they uh, choosing to take away from their work day? If it's constantly just an emotional dump over and over and over and over again, there's no way any logical decisions can be made. 
And if that doesn't happen, you get you end up being pretty drained at the end of the day and you can drain the hell out of some people around you. And that also goes for people that are like overly logical too. Sure. Because the overly logical people, they they operate with no emotions and they're just constantly trying to fix things and they're tr- constantly trying to make sure everything is right and trying to make sure that uh, you're fixing or correcting other people or so it's there has to be a combination of both in order for your day to be nice and successful and that's harder you know said than done because we're all emotional beings sure so i guess some valuable questions would be at the end of the day do you find yourself completely drained from the amount of emotion you used and if so the we're not saying to judge yourself on that. What we're saying is use that as a guide to see where can you possibly be a little less emotional because your emotion in that situation really doesn't matter anyway, right? It's just a feeling you had that you can gain control of. And on the opposite end of the spectrum, do you find yourself being drained at the end of the day because you were so logical all day long, step one, two, three, all day long, and, and correcting other people and just using a lot of logic that you find yourself drained. If that's happening to you, then a great question to ask yourself is where can I be a little less logical, let things be what they are, and uh, do that in a way where it helps me to be less stressed. So uh, those are two valuable questions. Right. And you know what we find ourselves is that we find ourselves in relationships with other people that may be the exact opposite of us. Like you may be very logical and the person that you're with could be very emotional and there could be some serious clashes. No doubt. This could go in marriages. This could go in friendships. This could go in brothers and sisters. It could be in any kind of relationships. Right. So it, it, it's, you have to understand who, who you're dealing with, what is it that they mostly run on and understand that there are certain things that could trigger them. And if you trigger them in a certain way that that they're always constantly making emotional decisions, it's going to be hard for them to see it logical. Mm. And if you're overly a logical person, there are a lot of things that could trigger you or that person that's very logical. And that person has to look out and make sure, okay, who am I dealing with? Am I dealing with an overly logical person or overly emotional person? And, you know, if when you look at like logical people, you know, the first person that comes in my mind is engineers. Engineers like to look at problems. Engineers like to reverse the issue. Engineers like to find solutions. Sure. And they don't put a lot of emotion into it as far as like, you know, they're not going to sit there and cry over their open computer and wondering why the processor is not working because what, what are those tears going to do? What is the screaming and throwing it going to do? So... Unless you can be very logical at that moment and just say, you know what, I need to just figure this out, no matter how frustrating it is, get the help that I need to get. And then once it's fixed, once it's done, then the emotion kick in of the excitement of the fact that you fixed it and feeling that emotion. But at the same time, you know, it's like if you're constantly emotional about something that you need to be logical about. It's not going to get fixed. It's, you're just going to get more frustrated. Sure. But if you're, let's for you know, for instance, say like you've called hospice for a loved one. Well, you don't really want that nurse that comes over to be overly logical and not emotional. Right. You want that. You want that 
that person to be kind. You want that person to be understanding of the situation because it is a very emotional situation. So understanding and separating those two are so important, but also uniting them to make sure that you're looking at the problem and asking yourself, is this something that emotion needs to take over or is this something that logic needs to take over or there needs to be a combination of both which 99 percent of the time needs to be both sure because a lot of times what do we do we make emotional purchases we make um emotional we have emotional thinking which makes us which triggers certain actions that we may not want to do at that second right and um and the logic kicks in later on and be like oh god why did i do that exactly and emotion is powerful because right. it's always in the forefront. And logic is never in the forefront. Right. It's always emotion because we're emotional human beings. And emotion makes things feel right at that moment. That's and that's right. where we got to be careful. That's exactly right. Because, it, again, it's feeding your ego. It's feeding the feeling. It's kind of like that, that that trigger hunger. It's like you eat it and then, like, we have that uh, saying that the afterthought. Like, mm-hmm. okay. What what did I just do? What did yeah. I just eat? And why what did, did I, I just do purchase? It again, you come home with all these bags from shopping, and then you look at them, and you're like, "Why did I just spend this money that I've worked so hard to save, or I don't have?" And then what happens? You start going into regret, and now you're trying to kick logic in after emotion has right. already destroyed everything. No so, but again, I mean, think about that. Like emotional relationships, people get in, in emotional relationships and do things. At at the, at the at a time where you need to be logical, right? Um, you know, emotional outbursts. So many times, I I catch myself. You know, it's like just for that moment, you get so hot, you get so upset, you say something, but then you may say something to somebody that's very emotional, and you can really hurt them. And then you have to really backtrack and right. make sure that you kind of go back and be like, okay. That was an emotional decision. I shouldn't have done that and try to make it right with that person. Sure. And we we, we do that all the time. I got to, uh, so you brought up relationships and that's a really strong one. You will see, and I've seen this in relationships that I've been in in the past and uh, through other people that, mm. you know, we're connected with. We see this. With relationships, you have these situations that don't work because you have the emotional and the very logical person. And each one is wondering like, why can't the other person just understand my point or fix this thing right. about themselves? When really, and I'm really big on question, questions, uh, questions that we can, we can all ask ourselves is, how am I contributing to this situation, right? If we're all about taking full responsibility for, for what we do, mm. then that's a powerful question. How am I contributing, not... Why can't that other person change the thing? And that's just specifically about relationships. Um, so if there is like a rift or something going on, then just step back for a second. Pause. Nothing needs to be fixed at that moment. Realize how you're contributing, and then you can effectively go and yeah. take responsibility where you need to. I think the solution for, for all of this, if you find yourself very emotional or if you find yourself over logic, is to just hit the pause button. Pause. Just hit the freaking pause button for a moment. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking loudly to myself as well, too, because so many times I've just jumped to saying what I don't need to say or getting upset over something I don't need to be getting upset over. And then I look back at it 10 minutes, 15 minutes later, it could have ruined the moment or it could have ruined the day. 
So it's like sometimes you just got to hit pause. It's kind of like that text message that you really want to send to somebody after they just totally pissed you off. And it's like you're ready to send that message and just fire back so quickly. I've learned to just put my phone down. I've just put my phone down, walk away from it, and come back after my emotions have cooled off. So it's it seems like, you know, with, with, with emotional situations like that, that fire can get really lit up really quick and it can get big and hot really fast and some stuff can come out that you don't want it to come out. So hitting the pause button, I think, is going to be a huge, huge help in any situation. If you're ready to make a food decision that you just know logically you should not be eating that because that does not match with what you've been trying to do with your health. Mm-hmm. Or, again, looking at your finances and making an emotional purchase where you know you do not need another pair of jeans or another pair of shoes or even, you know, another electronic. It's like, how much do you really need? And logic is always that, like, ugh, here goes again. Here goes dad talking again. That's what logic is. And emotion is just kind of like that driver, like, go, 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 do it. Go, do it, do it. It's going to make you feel better. Just, just get it. Just buy it. Just eat it. Just do it. Just go. Yeah, man, these are these are powerful points, and I, I believe go back and listen to this episode. Listen to those the questions that we asked. Listen to the difference that Fred explained between the emotional and the logical, and just figure out where you are on the spectrum without judgment, of course. But then ask yourself, all right, how do I contribute in these relationships, either with other people or the things that I do in my life? Right. And what is the next thing I can do to make that better? Yeah. Right. I think one thing that really helped me is I, I, I broke down what I was overly emotional about and then what I was really um, overly logical about. And understanding that and trying to bring like emotion and logic to each one of them has kind of helped me get a little bit better with what I'm doing. But again, we have our vices. We have our things sure. that trigger us. Right. So there's always an undercurrent that can really trigger a situation that may not even have anything to do with that situation. Sure. That's why it's so important to just kind of hit the pause button. Right. You know, one of the greatest books that I've ever read relationship-wise is The Five Love Languages. And I remember it talked about the Dead Sea and the Babbling Betty. And it talked about how two people usually get that, that, that this therapist have seen get into marriages is... One just won't stop talking. It's the babbling Betty. She's just talking, 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 talking. And then the Dead Sea is the guy that just doesn't have much to say and he's just listening to her. And at the beginning of that relationship, she's thinking to herself that, wow, he's such a great listener. And then he's thinking to himself, thank God I don't have to say anything because she's saying everything. So this is this is gonna work out perfect. But then over a long period of time, there's a major separation between these two because then now you've got one person that's constantly just fed with emotion is just constantly just babbling stuff out and you have another person that's just kind of logical, just kind of fixing stuff, staying quiet and not really saying anything. So which in essence, they're not really feeding each other. They're not really understanding each other. Mm. And then what happens, that separation starts to happen. So a lot of, I've seen that a lot in friendships. I've seen that a lot in just relationships in general. And it's so important to understand what the other person is about, what feeds the other person, what feeds you, and make sure you can communicate that properly. Sure. Because if you don't communicate that properly, it's going to be hard to just communicate just in general. 
And then that's when rifts and that's when fights and that's when things between people that truly love each other can come into play and really destroy and sabotage relationships. Yeah, man. I, I think that's a a powerful, powerful way to end this podcast because just going back and listening to that two minutes can change somebody's day right now. And I think it's going to. Sure. So I hope you guys got some wisdom out of this. See what we did there? Wise. So I hope you definitely got some wisdom out of this. Um, check yourself if you're overly emotional. Check yourself if you're overly logical. And working on bringing those together and making it 50-50 in each decision would make things so much more pleasurable. And hitting that pause button could really, really stop you from making some decisions that you could regret. No doubt. And remember, you're always contributing. So make sure you contribute in a way that adds value to yourself and your relationships and any situation you're in. So we appreciate you listening to this podcast. Anything else you want to add? No, we're just grateful for the time that you guys uh, take to listen to our podcast. Please share it with someone that you love. And we look forward to um, hanging out with you on the next one. Go be wise. Peace. For more from Bodies by Design, please head over to bbdforlife.com. If this show was valuable to you, please share it out. There's someone that needs this message right now. Also, please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. When you do this, it helps us climb the iTunes charts, reach more people, and impact the next life. We appreciate you tuning in, and we're committed to keep bringing you more great content that, when applied, has the power to change your life.